You've just entered a safe, relaxed, and open forum where you can allow your imagination to take you places you normally dare not go. Welcome to The Fourth Dimension with Toby C., where we discuss evil resistance in the early efforts of sobriety. Here's Toby. Here's Toby. I'm back. Back with a vengeance. Back with Marie Kay. Hey, Marie. Hey. Glad you're here. I'm glad to be here. Thank you for asking me to come. All the way from Gary, Indiana. Yeah. In the Palm Springs area. I love it out here. This I is do. an amazing experience. Isn't it a great place to, to get sober, to stay sober, to enjoy all the trappings that uh, life has to offer yeah, before we head so back so to our reality <sighs> and take this show on the road? By the way, let's talk about this show that we're going to be taking on the road. Our show today, like every show, is about evil resistance that so many of us, including Marie and Toby, have experienced in early recovery. And, and I'm telling you, you're going to hear us talking about not only God, God could and would do for us what we couldn't do for ourselves, but we're going to be talking about the antithesis of God. We're going to be talking about the existence of the devil, simply because faith deprived of the belief in the existence of the devil is not genuine, you see, because the existence of angels is a truth of faith, and the devil the devil is a fallen angel. Maybe you've heard of that. How about it, Marie? You ever heard of the devil is a fallen angel? I have. Yeah. Tell me about your background a little bit. Any, any religious uh, 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 training or disciplines or, or worship growing up? Well, growing up, I grew up in, well, I'm from Gary, Indiana, born 1975, um, middle class family, um, single, single, um, single parent family. Um, I grew up Baptist. Uh, I went to Baptist church. Um, I grew up going to church every Sunday. That was a must, you know. However, when I was there, you know, I would feel a certain type of way. You know, it was always, if you go to church, you get to do this. You know, it was not, I wasn't really listening to the message. You know, I was missing the message because we was, we was, uh, it was a bribery thing. It, it sucks, but it was like that. But however, you know, I went on trips with the church, you know, uh, in the choir, things like that, you know. Um, so, yeah, Baptist. Okay, so, so you had the, the experience and the exposure to, to God, a higher power, a God of your understanding. Oh, yes. Um, what about the devil? You ever talk about the devil? You know, I mean, of course, most faiths and religions do talk about the evil one. But what was your experience when you were growing up, being aware of the existence of the devil, evil? We think. You know, um, when I say I felt some type of way when I would be in church because I experienced so many things that I uh, put under the subject of evil today, and I didn't know what I was going through. You know. Um, like I said, I'm from Gary, Indiana. I'm from a single-parent home. I, we was latchkey kids. So, um, you know, um, I suffered from a lot of abuse, you know, within my home. And I didn't understand why. Yeah. yeah. Why I was experiencing this because I was a happy kid. I loved to laugh. I smiled. Um, but, but, but there it is. Despite being a happy child... There was still abuse. Yes. There was still this evil element. Yes. And 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 it was meant to rob you of your happiness. Now, so relevant, Marie, because we're going to be talking about people like you and me 
who have succumbed to our addictions and our alcoholism, mm-hmm. and we've hit bottom, and all we want to do is feel good. Yes. And something mm-hmm. robbed us of that, of that right or that desire to feel good. And yeah. that's going to be the essence of this show here. Okay. So what a nice, what a nice warm up, you know. Um, now, again, we're not here to talk about uh, the devil gang, okay? <laughs> but uh, you know, by the way, uh, again in recovery, especially the twelve step movement, you'll always hear about God doing doing for us what we could not do for ourselves, and there is only one who has all power, and that one is God, and may you find Him now. But I got to tell you, if the figure of the devil is missing then one also might lose sight of the figure of God itself. Don't you agree, Marie? I agree. And um, it makes the, the, the concept of God more abstract if the devil's missing. And all we want to talk about today with Marie as we take her back on her magical mystery tour back in time mm-hmm. is we want to, uh, we want to examine these these uh, rough spots in early recovery that maybe you thought at the time was just low self-esteem mm-hmm. or bad timing mm-hmm. or bad luck mm-hmm. or his fault mm-hmm. or her fault mm-hmm. or its fault, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. But, but uh, today we're going to examine that. Maybe there's another player involved here. Maybe there was something in the ether that we weren't consciously aware of, but it was there, and it was taking us down, man. And and maybe we could have relied upon God a little bit more mm-hmm. for this protection, mm-hmm. but we didn't. Mm-hmm. Do you remember those moments? Now, let's just get right into it. How about how about early recovery? What's your first experience when you, and maybe it was even before you you hit a hospital or a recovery center or whatever. Mm-hmm. Maybe as a child, you just knew you were already feeling bad. You wanted to feel good, mm-hmm. and something intervened, and you feeling good. Take us back, Marie. Well, okay. Um, I felt like um, growing up, I think back today, you know, because I'm in recovery right now, and I love it. And, um, you know, I felt like that evil lower power was... Uh, which is the devil, the evil. Um, I was one of the ones that was snatched up at a very early age because um, throughout my life, you know, like I said, I was a happy kid. I was, everybody loved Kelly. You know, I had such a light going on, you know, and um, I'm artistic, you know. Uh, My grandmother taught me a lot of things. I'm a musician, and I felt like, Today, I felt like something was trying to keep me quiet. Some thing or some entity, some negative energy didn't want me to um, come come to. Something wanted to keep you down. Someone to keep me down. And so did you find early on in your life that one way to break out of this sense of feeling kept down was through drugs and alcohol? Man, I thought that was the answer. <laughs> you know? yeah. I thought that was the answer, you know. For maybe that was maybe the answer to what you perceived as evil resistance then. Yes, it was holding me down even more, and I thought it was going a different direction. Yeah. However, coming up out of that, you know, um, 
I've always, in my mind, I've always wanted, I always knew that once I got caught up in that grip, you know, like, oh, this is not it. Something's not right. My spiritual, my inner spirit, the the God in me, the the higher power within me, you know, was telling me it was always stronger than the lower power. How have I lived so long in the lowerness and the abuse and blaming and thinking that everybody owed me something and it was somebody else's fault and I didn't have a choice and, you know, just confused. Yeah, yeah. Stand by. Hey, again, I got to do a quick repeat because this is a long segment, but uh, hey, our show is about evil resistance during early recovery and we're talking to Marie Kay about about the evil one being being present during our most desperate moments to, to wanting to get better. And even as a child, for so many of us, and I love recovery too. I'm in recovery. I'm always going to be in recovery. I love it. It's my, it's my hobby. <laughs> I love it. By the way, you know, recovery doesn't, recovery is not my life, but man, does it help me get a life. But here's the deal. When we were trying to find ourselves, you know, and, and escape this loneliness, mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. a lot of us took a wrong turn and we we became trapped. Mm-hmm. We became trapped. And mm-hmm. I'm not sure, Kelly, that that trap was a test of God. I think that trap was was the evil one. What mm-hmm. do you think? I believe so. As a matter of fact, I know I know I know it was, you know, um, I know that now I didn't know that I didn't know that then. If I knew that then, I don't think we'd be sitting here today. But um, um, I um, yeah. growing up, you know, it's just um, I always wanted to. I didn't. I didn't want to be alone. I didn't want to be by myself. You know, I didn't know a uh, single mother home, so I was not raised with a father in my home. Um, I knew him, of course, but um, I, he wasn't around like that. So I, I was confused about how to have a relationship. You know, um. From the abuse, from the verbal abuse, the emotional abuse, and you know the, you know not thinking that I was, you know, you you grow, we grow up and you want to be accepted by your peers and you you want to be you want to fit in, you know, you wanna you wanna be like them, you wanna you know you wanna be in the with the cool kids, you know what I mean? That was so fatal to me because I wasn't created to fit in. <laughs> How interesting, you know, you talked about abuse, yeah, and you talked about hurt. Mm-hmm. Hurt mm-hmm. comes from abuse. Yes. And there's lots of different types of abuse. And yes. you know what? And and I don't want to get sound too profound mm-hmm. here, Marie, mm-hmm. but but I believe a God of my understanding today want wanted me to cry and to feel that hurt and to feel that pain, to feel that abuse. Yes. But something intervened yes. from this godly feeling of pain. And that was the devil. Yes. And the devil said, I got something for you mm-hmm. that's going to help you escape this pain from the abuse. Mm-hmm. Did you get that same message, Marie? I did. I got the same message. And that came from uh, for me to escape the feeling of this abuse. That's when the drugs and alcohol became a part, a big part of my life. You know, and to be honest with you, I did it because I, I got just to not feel and not think about what I was going through, what I was being subdued to in my own home. I was like, what is going on? I said, you know, let me go over here with these people and, 
you know, do this and that. And, you know, it was like an aha moment, you know, but then it all waves us back. It was, it went away for a second. I will forget about everything for a minute just to fit in and just to enjoy the little bit of time I would have out and about with my, with my quote unquote friends at the time. And I just, you know, um, to be honest with you, I didn't like it, you know, <laughs> I didn't like alcohol. I didn't like drugs, you know, but, um, of course, when you constantly do something over and over again, it becomes a habit, you know, and, um, I got used to it. It and was I, the escape. It was the escape. It, it was an escape for me. It was the escape. Yeah. And, and looking back now, Marie, mm-hmm. was that God offering you that escape or was that something negative and evil that wanted to wanted to push you further down the big lie what do you think man the negative that was the negative that was the evil trying to push me further down into suppression i love it you know okay so there's a classic example that you don't have to experience uh evil resistance when you finally uh, hit your bottom and get into drug and alcohol recovery that this evil resistance happens long before we even we even know it Okay, well listen, still to come, you're going to want to hear now Marie Kay's real ghost stories about the weird stuff that happened when she tried to get off the bottom of drug and alcohol abuse. How about that? Marie Kay, going to be right back with you. Fourth Dimension with Toby C. talking about evil resistance during early recovery. the imagination to take us places we might be afraid to go. You are entering the fourth dimension with Toby C. There is no such thing as coincidences. Here's Toby. Well, I wasn't raised Baptist, but um, Church of Christ, pretty close, man. (laughs) In the Bible Belt, the Church of Christ, they're no nonsense. Hey, let me tell you something. Uh, You know, whoever denies the existence of the devil is a heretic. And I want to be clear about that, all right? Obviously, the devil is not at the center of faith, but his figure is indispensable to understanding the mysteries of faith. And something wants to keep us from understanding the mysteries of faith. And we even touched on it, Marie, when you were close to the Baptist church with your family, even though you were just going through the motions, there was something that didn't want you to get close to it. Man, yes. and, and, And as with all of us, and there it is, but... All right, like so many of us, man, we hit our bottom, man, yeah. and we cry out to God, yeah. God help me, and you end yeah. up in, yeah. where did you go first? Where was your first experience in rehab or recovery? What happened? Uh, when I first went to treatment, um, it was like in 2003, 2003, 2005, something like that. You know, I've been using for quite some, using like prior five years, you know, before then. But, you know, um, at that time, I never heard of, you know, a treatment center, nothing like that. You know, th- back then it was a lot different today than today. Um, I was really going just to shut people up, you know, because I really didn't know if I wanted to. I was like, I was so used to the life and, you know, mixing and maxing and the alcohol and the drugs, you know, I was I was caught up, you know. I didn't know if I wanted to. I, I didn't want to stop, you know. I didn't want to. I was going because 
My family was tired of me. I had kids, you know. Were you ashamed? I was very ashamed. And what's the opposite end of the spectrum from shame is pride. 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 My pride was so high. My pride was very high. I, I thought I thought people owed me something. I thought my family owed me something just from the abuse. I was angry. Yeah. I was very angry, you know. I, you know, um, I was very, like I said, um, I was fast, you know. I, lust was a big part of um, my journey too, you know. Um, you know, I just I wanted to be loved. Yeah. I wanted to be loved by a man. I wanted, I wanted that connection, but not really knowing that my body is my temple, you know. And I was all over the place with it for for a minute. But um, at the same time, my pride, I thought everybody owed me something. I thought that just because I went through this, it's all about me. I'm selfish. It's all I'm doing this just for myself. Yeah, I had a couple of kids, you know, thank God for my mom, you know, because she helped me out a lot with that. But, however, I was angry at her. I was angry at my dad. I was angry with my siblings. I was just angry at life. My, my pleasure came from my granny, you know, um, that was like a ba- that balanced me out, you know. Um, <clears throat> All right, so so anger and pride and lust. lust. These were the things that really opened you up, maybe to to evil that maybe yeah. you weren't quite aware of at the mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. So so what happened? Give us a give us the first really raw weird experience that happened to you, Marie. Oh my when god! When you when you came into recovery. And and never mind that your heart wasn't into it, and you're just doing it to get everybody off your mm-hmm. back because you were ashamed and shit. But I'm talking about when you wanted to do it for yourself finally, Ooh. and okay. and you said, you know something, God. I mean, you know, this is. And then God said, ah, uh-uh. ah, yeah. or the devil said. Yeah. It wasn't God. God always said, "Uh huh." God never left. Right. Never left. But but something happened. Mm-hmm. Describe it. What happened? You know, throughout my life, my journey, um, I've been through a few different treatment centers. You know, um, <laughs> I got maybe I don't think I have enough hands. However, um, I got to the point where I'm like, okay, wait a minute. I I, I obviously I can't do both. I can't have one foot in, one foot out. You know, I was confused about, can I do this instead of that? You know, I had to be completely abstinence from all substances that uh, altered my mind because my mind didn't know the difference between one or the other. You know, I put one foot in, I'm I'm all, I'm I'm locked and loaded. I'm not stopping until the clip is empty, okay? And I didn't know that for a very long time. Um, the question was again? So... You're in recovery mm-hmm. now, and you're thinking to yourself, "Okay, I'm going to really give this thing a go." Okay, all right. I'm yeah. going to. You know, I'm tired of this of this yes. bullshit. Is in this revolving door. I'm going to give this thing a real, legitimate, honest try for Marie <laughs> K. and nobody else. And that, and that, in that moment, mm-hmm. and sometimes they're they're hard to to to, to surface and dig yeah. up, Marie. But they're there. Do you remember when you had that heartfelt? passionate desire to really get better and to knock this shit show off and weird shit started happening you know when i finally realized that i had to let everything go when it comes to when it came to drugs and alcohol you know i couldn't just be a normie you know i couldn't just you know 
you know, do the things I used to do and hang out with the people I used to hang out with. I couldn't do that no more. That was not my life. I was not created to fit in right there. So, um, okay, check this out. She's got so many good ghost stories locked and loaded, man. She doesn't know where to begin. I don't. But we're 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 gonna worm them out of Marie Kay when we come back. I mean, you're gonna want to stick around for this. She's she's got a little mic fright, but she's she, she's she's gonna she's gonna get it out. I do. And you gotta hear this crazy stuff that happens in early recovery yeah. when we try to get better. So yeah. it's coming. I just know it. I'm Toby C. We're talking about evil resistance during early recovery with Marie Kay. Yeah. Gonna be right back on yeah. the fourth dimension. Yeah. <laughs> Making sense out of nonsense. Making you as curious and uncomfortable as possible with the truth. You've landed in the fourth dimension with Toby C. You know, Marie, it would be yeah. easy. It'd be easy to dump all of our sins on the devil. Mm. The devil made me do it. All right. <laughs> yeah. But it's you know, but uh, here's the deal: the devil is not more powerful than God. He's a fallen angel. Yeah. But you know what? When we, when we um, somehow uh, engage in sinful behavior, yeah. okay, uh, in the seven deadlies, let's, let's run through them again. It's gluttony, sloth, lust, greed, envy, anger, and pride. Mm-hmm. And you already talked about uh, dancing in three of them, pride, mm-hmm. pride to overcome shame, anger because you're pissed off about your, your upbringing, and then lust, looking for love in all the wrong all places. All the wrong places. So I, get, I get it. <laughs> and again, you know, um, before you start mashing out these crazy experiences, you know, again, we're not here to throw the, um, the devil under the bus. Remember that Adam and Eve committed the original sin, mm-hmm. not the snake. Right. You know, and the, and the choice was ours mm-hmm. whether or not to, to live in this selfish, self-centered, mm-hmm. sinful behavior, although we mm-hmm. didn't really know it at the time, mm-hmm. okay? Mm-hmm. So anyway, all right, so you are so you finally hit bottom, mm-hmm. you, you, you've been to the rehabs and, uh-huh. and everything, and, and mm-hmm. finally you had enough of this, of this mm-hmm. uh, revolving door, and you want to, you're ready to get better for Marie. I'm ready to get better for me, you yeah, know. Okay, and now, mm-hmm. and now, and now what happens? I come out, you know, I, I really, man, I, I want I want it out. I want it out of the drugs and alcohol. I want it out. I finally realized I can't I, I, I can't live the right way, okay? You know, I get out, I come home, and mind you, I'm, I'm in treatment. I come out of treatment. I'm, cha- I'm trying to change. Nobody else is changing around me, you know. I'll go right back to the jungle thinking that I can get them clean. They're going to get me high before I get them clean. You know, I'll be in the room, I, you know, I'm cleaning up, I'm getting things, you know, together. I lift up, you know, I'm I'm doing spring cleaning. I lift up the couch, here's a half pint. Okay. I look in the closet, I got a $20 bill with dope in it, and I'm trying to be clean, you know. <laughs> I find a pipe, you know. Um, I find a sack underneath my my, my car, you know, in, in underneath my seat or in the side or in the, in the console, 
you know, or in the back, you know, you, you let, reach your hand back and you, you got the pocket on the passenger side and, and you got stuff down there. I'm just like, aye, aye, aye. That sounds to me like the Easter egg hunt from hell. Man. <laughs> the Easter egg hunt from hell, man. You kept finding all I these. I kept finding. Oh. Sometimes did I throw them away? Yes. Sometimes I did not. Sometimes it was it was all over again. Here we go again. You know, another time, you know, I come out of treatment. People see my car. Pull up. Well, you come outside, Kelly, you know, because maybe I haven't changed my number yet or something like that. Or, hell, some of them be so bold, they come ring the doorbell, you know, knowing that I came from a, a, a facility where I'm trying to get myself together. They don't care about that. They don't care about that. I care about that. But that's my thing. And I just had to. And then that finding a man thing. Okay, I, I get sober, get clean. Okay, now I always got somebody sniffing around when you know I want to be my man. And, you know, I wanted that, you know. I, but every time I would intertwine, you know, and things don't go my way, here we go again. Anger. I'm, I'm heated. It's anger. I'm angry. Because you were hurt by a I'm, man growing up. Your father left father. you. That was supposed to be my first love. And so if a man uh, uh, disappoints you. Man. So I'm thinking that I can't, you know. I'm thinking I'm uh, I'm the queen of queen of queens, okay? Like, oh, my shit don't stink, or he going to stay with me because I got the best. You know, get out of here. You ain't the only woman out here, Kelly. You know, so I had to, you know, drop my pride some and, and rewind the tape. Why is this happening to me? What do I need to do? Okay, I need to be still. You know, if I had, from my upbringing, if I had a, uh, I knew it was always a lower power grabbing me. But it was always a higher power that I knew was within me that would tell me, you know, right from wrong. I know right from wrong, okay? And I had a choice with all of that. But I was just so caught up, you know, I wanted to. I still wanted to dance with the devil. I still wanted to do that because at the time it felt good, the euphoric, the the party. It wasn't all bad, but it got fatal at the end. You know, um, jails, institutions, and death. I've met all of them. You know. The lady in the hospital told me, asked me, did I believe in God? And I said, absolutely. She said, honey, girl, you got a calling on your life. When you came in here, you was purple. You was not breathing. The only reason we kept working on you is because you, uh, your heart was still beating. You was not breathing. You was blue. Your lips was purple. And I looked in the mirror. I was, you know, I'm kind of vain a little bit. <laughs> I looked in the mirror like, oh, shit, I look like shit. I'm like, you look like a million bucks compared to what you came in here looking like. So that was another God shot for me, you know. I come out of that with a sane mind, back to normal, back together, like nothing never happened three days later. Right. You know. Um, it's, it's, you, know the, you, know, you're, you know what you're describing, Marie? Yes. You're describing denial. Denial. Denial, you know. <gasps> There's no problem here as, as, as we're dying, mm-hmm. this slow death, mm-hmm. emotionally yeah. and physically. Yeah. And spiritually. spiritually. There it is, <laughs> you know. Spiritually. You know, and it's so funny, those incidents, some of these things, I, I did want out, you know, but I didn't know how to, you know. I didn't know what was going to be on the other side. I didn't know how to live with it or without it. That's when, not li- living without it, that's when the men came in, the more men, you know. <sighs> I tried to fill that void with a man and having sex and doing what he wanted and being codependent and want to fix him and... You know, as soon as he do some fucked up shit, oh shit, 
it's over. Here I go. I need a drink. I need some weed. I, I need this. I need that. And now I'm back off to the races again because I'm mad at him. He made me do it. You making me act like this. Get out of here, Kelly. Don't See? nobody owe you nothing. Shut up. See, what you're describing, what you're describing is, is temptation. See? And, uh, and succumbing to temptation always delivers us into the hands of evil. Yeah. And, uh, but we don't see it at the time, yeah. see, because we're so caught up in anger mm-hmm. or pride mm-hmm. or lust, mm-hmm. you know, and those are the three big yeah. ones that you're describing, Marie, for us. And, uh, and, and again, this may have, have made you vulnerable to, to the evil one mm-hmm. in early recovery when yeah. we're so, when we're most vulnerable, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. when we're, when we're moving away from the dominion of evil mm-hmm. And moving toward the light, yeah. Before we reach the light, Marie, mm-hmm. we're kind of in a no man's land. We're yeah. vulnerable, very vulnerable. And and by the way, I I do believe that only when the spiritual malady is overcome do we straighten out mentally and physically. Yeah. But we didn't know we were suffering from a spiritual malady at the time, did we? I didn't know that. You know, if I knew that then, things would be a lot different. But you know what? I am so grateful to have gone through everything. I don't regret nothing. Yeah. I don't regret nothing. I love my life. I, I love where I'm at today. I'm where I'm supposed to, supposed to be. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. Um, but now, back to the evil moments, mm-hmm. this evil resistance. Mm-hmm. You mentioned that a lot of this evil resistance and these evil moments came from other people. Mm-hmm. People showing up. Mm-hmm. You know, ringing mm-hmm. your doorbell uh-huh. and and wanting to be mm-hmm. with you and in mm-hmm. your presence because hey, after all, you went to rehab yeah. and you're all you're all clean and I want what yeah. you got, but maybe I don't want what you got. Maybe I want to bring you down to where I am. See, and maybe that was their their motives. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I don't think God was sending those people to your door to Mm-mm. test you. Mm-mm. What do you think? You know what? I think that was the lower power testing me. Like you, you getting too close, tempting you, tempting me. Thank you. You getting yeah, you getting too close, too close to where I don't want you to be. How profound! God can certainly test us, mm-hmm. but the devil can tempt us. Tempt us. Love it. Tempting. Temptation and tests are very different. Very different. Very different. Yeah. Very different. Sometimes I fail. A lot of times I fail, but this time around I'm succeeding. I'm staying. You know. Um, the test right now for me in recovery is to leave everything that I know and love and used to. Leaving my life behind, you know, in a certain area, that's the test. Am I able to pass that test, you know? Am I able to stay put? Am I able to be still? Am I able to trust this process? I'm out here alone, no man. You know, I, I love men. I love men. Don't get it twisted. <laughs> I do want a man, but that area right there makes me so vulnerable. The the intertwining with a man. Y'all know what I'm you know what I'm talking about. You know, that, you know, letting someone inside you. That is that is huge. And that makes me so vulnerable that had me relapsing all the time. I got it. I got it. And, you, and, and stay away and, from that. And for right now. And <laughs> There it is. So, so the temptation doesn't come from necessarily a drug or a no, drink. No, it, it, it can come from another person. Yeah. And, 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 and we kind of know 
where this conflict comes from. You've already talked about it yeah. with your upbringing and everything. Yeah. But really the solution is to is to be calm yeah. and to be at, at peace mm-hmm. and to have faith and to know all is well. But the antithesis of faith, the opposite end of faith is fear. It's fear of and, the and not knowing. There it is, the mystery, the yeah. fear, the uncertainty. And by the mm-hmm. way, the a lot of a lot of people enjoy dancing in the, in the excitement of the uncertainty. But the uncertainty and the excitement of the uncertainty is that God yeah. or is that the devil, Marie? You know, I think the uncertainty for me I, I, um, the not knowing is kind of rough, you know. It, it, it's know. a test. That's a test for me to sit and sit in my feelings and to be. Let me just say this real quick. I will mask my feelings by using. I love feeling my feelings now. It's um, it's easier to get over things. It's easier to handle things. It's easier to go through my day. The test of not knowing. What's next? You know, am I going to survive in the area that I'm in? I'm in? Am I going to survive with doing what I'm doing? Am I going to survive with doing what I truly love? You know, am I going to survive? I'm, you know, I can't keep satisfying my parents. I can't. Okay, I got the went to college, got the degree, got the job. Did that, that, that. Did everything everybody else want Kelly to do? But let me let me try to do the things Kelly love. And I know that my God doesn't want me, want my head all scattered around. I'm all over the place. I'm trying to do this, get this master's. I'm trying to go get this job. What do you love, Kelly? What are you on? You placed on this planet for a reason. And getting loaded is not the answer, you know, because I definitely can't be the woman my higher power wants me to be. I can't be the daughter. I can't be a mother. I can't be successful in spirituality, my mental I can't be healthy. I can't. I'm not a help to anyone like that. And I know that that's not the answer that my higher power want me to be on. There it is. That's not what it. what Marie was talking about. And by the way, she keeps calling herself Kelly because that's her middle name. It's Marie K as in Marie Kelly. But it's all good. I'm going to call you Marie. But you know what? What you're talking about is self-consciousness. Yes, versus God consciousness. Yes. And it's the self-consciousness worrying about other people and all their crap that keeps us down. Yeah. And and God consciousness is the way out. All right, when we when we come back, you're not gonna want to miss this. <laughs> Marie's gonna talk about her her sudden and spectacular moment of experiencing God consciousness that delivered her from the grips of evil. What do you think of that? All right, going to be right back. Take a deep breath. Toby C., name of the show, The Fourth Dimension, talking about evil resistance during early recovery with Marie Kay. Sharing testimonies about the evil influences interfering in our most desperate and hopeful moments in life. Here's Toby. Wrapping up here with Marie Kay. Talking about evil resistance that so many of us experience in early recovery. I don't remember having that evil resistance when I was um, in my cups, in my disease, running and gunning. Do you? I I do. I, I, I... 
But I mean, I'm not talking about evil resistance. I'm talking, you know, when I was running and gunning, there were evil things going on. Absolutely. But I'm not sure it was resistant. I think I was right, you know, in harmony with that right, evil. Right, dancing. <laughs> but, but, but now, you know, we want to get better. Yeah. We want to escape the dominion of, of yeah. darkness now. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and you were, you've been able to do that, yes. Marie, uh-huh. to, to step away from that. What do you think has been, been really some of your, um, your decisions or your movements in recovery that have helped you overcome this evil resistance? What's helping me today to overcome this evil resistance is the fact that I know now today that I'm somebody. And I know I have something to offer the planet. You know, I have people that love me. You know, I have people that care about me. Um, I want to be able to help others. I want to be available. I want to be able to show up and be sharp, you know, and I could never do that, you know, try to have one foot in and one foot out, you know. It's it, Pick a sack, Marie. Pick a sack. This side, or you want to pick that side. It, it ain't no, there is no in between, you know, and that's how it is. I think I've heard... Half measures availed us nothing. Yeah, and we either yeah. had to we either had to let go absolutely, mm-hmm. or continue uh, <laughs> uh, mired in this living hell. Yeah, and 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 something did not want you to let go absolutely, Marie. Yeah. Especially in early recovery, especially when you were so vulnerable, mm-hmm. and it was him, mm-hmm. and it was all these tests. Yeah. Uh, and they weren't God tests. They were temptations. Temptations. You know, you know, letting go is a, is a huge part of uh, my journey today. You know, I'm absolutely sure I want to let go. I'm on the right side. I don't want to be on the, I don't want to. I can't straddle the middle no more because I tried to do that for so long. I'm on this side. Now, I've, I've chosen the side in which I've chosen abstinence. However, I get so many different things that come into play, like letting go. Okay, uh, letting go of the old behaviors, you know, letting go of the old relationships, letting go of just the old attitude. You know, uh, when I say behaviors, you know, letting go of the mentality that the, all the masks that I wore throughout my life, you know, I, I have to let that go. You know, I, will the will the real Marie Show up, you know, and, yes. and there it is. All yes. these, all these masks, all these masks that we were doing to overcome shame. Yes, and we used pride, yes. which is which is the you know the opposite end of shame. Yes, and again, there's nothing wrong with with feeling good about self achievement. There's nothing wrong with feeling good about ourselves. Yeah, God just doesn't want us to feel. Too good about it. Not too good. Don't don't think you better. Don't think you better than 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 it. Now that's where that's where you're gonna fall real short. Okay, today I'm staying humble. I took the words right out of my mouth. You know when 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 we decide we don't want to feel too good about ourselves, and maybe we want we want to pay attention to somebody who's not feeling good Mm -hmm. and help them feel better. That truly is an act of humility, isn't it? It is. It is. I have to. When things are going so great, you know. I, and I'm feeling too good. I just I had to take a pause. Like, hold up, none of this is possible without my higher power, who I call God. You know, and at times before this, I wasn't pausing like that. Now I give all the praise and the glory to my higher power because without that, none of this is possible for me, for my life, for my story. 
Mm-hmm. You know, I'm a firm believer in that. Um, I've had different things that occur, like uh, letting things go, um, me surviving. I, I can be around. I'm not saying I'm testing the waters of being around drugs and alcohol. I'm not inviting that. But it's not like I can't go to the the uh, the nest and go buy uh, some wings real quick and in and out. I mean, I just don't I don't function in that in that society like that. You know, that's not my space. That's not where I belong. And I'm okay with that today. I, I tried to hold on to that for such a long time because I thought I liked that. You know, I did like it at one point, but that's not where I belong. See, what you're describing is you're describing a strong spiritual condition. Yes. To be able to go to where people drink yeah. and act insane yeah. and to just have a meal and to just want to be around people just, yeah. without having to get all jacked up. Yeah. You know? And be my sharp self. And, and be, be yourself. Be myself. Be authentic be self. Be my authentic Marie Kelly. There you go. Be authentic. Be sharp. You know? That's right. Be That's all right. I can be. be. Man, be my best self. Okay? Yeah. You know, in your, in your travels now uh, through recovery mm-hmm. and going to meetings mm-hmm. and participating in the program. Mm-hmm. I believe you're in the 12-step program. Yes, well. I am. You know, I um, love it. <laughs> do you do you witness other men and especially women who are having really difficult times in early recovery similar to what you experienced when you were first new and were struggling? Can you witness this mm-hmm. from a secondhand perspective now and say, "Oh man, I was in your shoes." Yeah. Can you see it? I can. And, you know, it's uh, it, it's not really unfortunate, but, excuse me, I, um, sometimes I feel it's unfortunate because I see, excuse me, I see some some women come in and men come in. They, they be a lot younger, and I'm like, man, you guys are lucky to be here. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm so past your age. You know, I, I'm I'm not no spring chicken, you know, Um I'm I'm half of a century, <laughs> you know what I mean? But you can't tell, but these people come in so young and they be they be so, you know, cuz their parents are sending them. I'm like, man, you y'all just don't get it. You just don't it's really letting go and just the promises and the the peace of mind, the calmness that you get when you actually really surrender, you know? Um Surrender is a big part, and I see so many people struggle with that in coming into recovery. I'm to the point now, you know what, I give up. You know, I'm, I'm about to let it go, and that's what surrender means to me, letting it go. Just, just gone. You know, let, I, I can't do that no more. There it is. I'm exhausted. So in a nutshell, you know, if we, if we want to overcome our self-consciousness and, um, and, and protect ourselves from temptation, we got to remember, I guess, we're on God's time. Yeah. And we need to go to those people in recovery and encourage them. Yeah. Encourage them that if yeah. you stick around here and yeah. if you keep coming back, yeah. either you and your demon are going to leave or you're going to change, baby. Yeah. And when you're changed, you're going to change for the better. And it, How about will that? Get, it will get better. Oh, it will get oh better. Oh, my gosh. Beautiful. Hey, Marie Kay, thank you yep, so yep. much no for a wonderful show, man. We just uh, really enjoyed your ghost stories and your recovery and your wisdom. Your experience, strength, and hope, baby. That's yep. what it's all about, right? Yeah, I'm yeah. honored. I'm flattered. Thank you for having me. Um, my pleasure. I'm Toby C. Name of the show is called The Fourth Dimension, talking about evil resistance during early recovery, wrapping an hour up with Marie Kay. God bless. Keep coming back. And um, you'll hear from us soon. That's right. <laughs> Bye. Bye-bye.